Hello everybody, my name is Henry and um, this is my um, story where um, Mrs. Gray ran away. Um, hope you enjoy it. Today, my teacher was gone from school. The class was wondering where she was. Then a sub came in. The sub said that Mrs. Gray was missing. Dr. Morgan and Dr. Mack came in. They said that Mrs. Gray's ha class had to go in Miss Bangert's class for the day because Miss Gray was not here. We worked with Miss Bangert. Then it was time for Mrs. Inver to come up to teach writing, but she wasn't there either. Then Dr. Morgan came up saying we had to go to Miss Demetra's for writing. Miss Demetra was there. We had to be cramped because there wasn't enough room in the classroom. Later, I had to go to Miss Willie's. She wasn't there either. I asked Dr. Morgan where they went, and he said, and he said he and Dr. Mack didn't know. Can someone? Then someone said they sent all of your teachers a science quiz decided to quit school. I rushed to the main office to tell Dr. Morgan and Dr. Mack. They immediately contacted the superintendent, and he said that he was going to find them and fire them forever, and they will have a severe punishment. I can't believe it, Dr. Mack said. Me neither, said Dr. Morgan, and it's 12.15. I'm supposed to go down to Ms. Zimfer's. Okay, okay. Okay, what? why don't you just go down to room 12 until we find them, said Dr. Morgan. Okay, I said, so I went down to room 12, and Mrs. Brenstein said, Is Miss Simfer out there? I said, Okay, and I said, so I went down to room 12, and Miss Brenstein said, Is Miss out here? And I said, yeah, well, what are you doing? She said, I'm doing my writing. I will go get my computer. Okay, then. Mrs. Breitenstein went to go get my computer in Miss Gray's room, but then I realized it was not there. I checked Miss Banger. It was not there either. I even went to Miss Demetra's, and they are in it, and it wasn't there, but the class wasn't in there. I ran as fast as I could to Dr. Morgan's office and said the class wasn't and Miss Demetros, he said all the teachers left early today and that all the fifth grade got to stay home from school. Then why am I still at school, he asked. Oh, yeah, you should be at home, he said, okay. I'm going to call one of your parents, okay. A few minutes later, my mom arrived at Kennerly. She said that it was really weird. And she picked me up. She said that I couldn't play my Xbox or anything until 3.50. I spent the time just doing things and being bored until it was 3.50. Then I went on my computer and there was an email from Dr. Morgan on my account. I checked the email and it said fifth graders will not have school for the rest of the month. And if the teacher are not back for the rest of the month, school will be canceled for the fifth graders until further notice. Unfortunately, that email also went to my mom because I heard her yelling. 
What? This is not fair. He needs education. That is it. I'm calling his Alexa. He needs to go down here. So my mom called my Alexa and she told me that. And she told me that I had to go down there. So I went down. I said, why'd you call me down? Mom. And she said, because teachers aren't there. And then she started cussing because she cusses at me a lot. Then she said that I was grounded until I went back to school. And I said that wasn't fair. I immediately, I immediately secretly went on my iPad to call my grandma. I snuck it up my room and luckily my mom didn't notice. I pressed FaceTime and pressed my grandma's name. It started ringing. It started ringing and ringing, and finally she answered. I said, help. My mom just grounded me even though I didn't do anything, just because my teachers were not there and school got canceled for the fifth graders. Then she... Then she said, me and your grandpa are coming over to your house right now to tell your mom something. If she doesn't listen, then we will take you to your, to our house and let you play on your electronics until your mom says she will unground you. Okay, thanks, goodbye. A few minutes later, Grandma came over. They took me to her house and let me play on electronics. Then it was eight, and my mom would not unground me. So my grandma and so my grandma and went me to get a lot of clothes went to my house to get some clothes. I spent the night there a couple of days. A week passed and my mom still would not ground me. I have not been at my house since last week. Zachary and Nathan both miss me, but my mom says that I have to stay grounded. Then my grandma said, that is it. I am sick of tired of this. I asked, you don't want to say me to stay at your house anymore she said not that but i'm but i don't like how your mom is grounding me you for an innocent reason i'm going to call the cops on her she picked up her phone and pressed 911 then a few minutes later there were police at my house put your hands up they said you get a ticket for child abuse if you keep this up you will go in jail for the rest of the month Sure enough, she decided to keep it up, and then before you know it, she was in jail for the rest of the month. She finally got to go home, but she kept grounding me for the rest of the year past grounding me. The rest of the year passed, and then she finally got to unground me. Then it was time for the summer. I went to Camp Kennedy for the summer, and I told my friend Cohen how it went. He said, dang, that was awful. And then it was already time for sixth grade. And then my friend shared with me, and then my friend shared with me what they did, and then life was normal again. The end. Hope you liked it. And goodbye. And this is my teacher didn't come back from spring break vacation. It was the day before spring break and all the kids were so mad. Everyone was seeing where they were going. I'm going to Branson Central scene. I'm going to the couch to watch TV, said Delaney. 
Well, everyone said they were, where they were going. Mrs. Gray thought, well, I haven't heard her walk. It, she was on spring break. But she was also happy that she could stay home with her family. After school, Mrs. Gray went to a candy store with their kids, Connor and Matthew. As they walked in, Mrs. Gray saw a huge candy dispenser full of jelly beans. She jumped up and down in excitement. While she was looking at the candy, Connor and Matthew went over to a huge chocolate fountain. She ran over to the candy and tried every single flavor, and she loved it. When they got home, Connor and Matthew went up to their room and played with their toys. Mrs. Gray sat down on the couch because her stomach hurt. That night, she didn't feel right. She couldn't sleep at all. She twisted and turned all night. The next morning, her husband, Cody, went to the grocery store with her kids. After they left, she made herself a cup of coffee. While her coffee was was being made, she went upstairs to brush her dirty blonde hair. As she brushed her hair, she felt a bump at the top of her head. That's weird, she thought. She could not remember bumping her head all day. Whatever. She went back downstairs and grabbed, and grabbed her coffee. As she walked down the stairs, she looked in a mirror, and there was a huge white bump on her head. Ah! She looked at her legs, and they were white as milk. Awesome. In her mind, she wanted to call a doctor, but they did not. They would think it was fake. She looked in a mirror, and, and her whole body was white as milk. She did not want anyone to see it, like her like this. So as she ran, she ran up to her room. She put on a long t-shirt with some long pants, even though it was seventy-six degrees outside. She also she put on really long socks, and then she looked in the mirror to check and see what she looked like. But as she looked in the mirror, she screamed. The little bump was white, but now it's a rainbow. And it looks like a horror. She started walking back and forth in circles. What was she going to do? All, all of the, all of a sudden, she hears the garage door open. Now what do we do? The door opens and closes. We are back from the grocery store, said Cody. Okay, she said. Later that night, Mrs. Gray told her husband that she thinks she is a unicorn. He freaked out. She also told her kids, and they thought it was pretty cool. But their kids, though, they would not understand at all. A few days passed, and she was still a unicorn. Sunday night, Mrs. Gray could not sleep at all. She had dreamed about her teacher in class as a unicorn. Everyone laughed at her. She... When she woke back up around 11.30, she called in sick so she would not have to go to school. On Monday, she stayed home all day. Meanwhile, at school, the kids were so confused because she was not there. It was a normal day at school, just without sweet, caring, nice Mrs. Gray. All the kids at school, Mrs. Gray, while the kids were at school, Mrs. Gray was thinking of what had happened the past week, and then it hit her. She remembered going to the candy store and eating all those jelly beans. She came up with a great idea. She drove to the candy store, ran inside, and ate a bunch of peach jelly beans. Her plan was to eat peach jelly beans because her skin color was peach. So then she would go back to normal. 
As she drove home, her hands started to go back to normal. She, when she got home, she jumped up and down because she was not a unicorn anymore. And the next day, when she came back to school, the kids were so happy to see her. And she told them everything that happened. And the kids were sometimes confused, but also really excited. The kids loved her story, though, even though most of them thought it was fake. Hi, I'm Delaney, and today I'm going to tell you how my teacher went on vacation and we all had to save her. spring break. Miss Gray said that she was going to Mount, e- Mount Everest with Matthew, Connor, and Cody. When we got back, she wasn't there, but Cody was. Cody said they went on a hike, then boom! Miss Gray fell off the cliff. Miss Gray fell off the cliff, and they were too high up to see where she fell. When we got down to the bottom of the mountain, we saw her run away, said Cody. Suddenly, Cody got a phone call. It's from Miss Gray, he said. He answered, but she hung up. What happened, said Cody? I don't know. Phone died? I'll go get John, Kristen, Ryan, Charlie, and Peyton, I said. Okay, said Cody. So, I said, drink, huddle up. John, you go to Illinois. Ryan, you go to Russia. Kristen, you go to Brazil. Charlie, you go to Canada. Last but not least, me and Peyton are going to go to Nepal and China. Yes, ma'am, they all said, as everyone went on their separate ways. John came back, sweating and panting. It's been three days, and no luck trying to find Miss Gray. Don't you think it's time to give up? No, I said. We need to keep looking. One day later. Guys, we found her. Me and Peyton found her, I said. We'll meet back up at school. I'll tell you all about it. When everyone got back to school, Peyton started telling the story about what happened. Since she said she was going to Mount Everest, and they said that she they saw her run away, we decided to check up there anyway. When we were almost halfway up to the mountain, we saw her. We saw her. She was hanging on one-handed on the edge of the cliff. Miss Gray said when when she felt when she fell up the mountain, she thought her family wasn't still up there looking for her. So she went back up, and then suddenly she slipped. She was one-handed there, waiting for someone to come rescue her. On Monday, the whole class joined back together to see Miss Gray. The one thing she said to the whole class before she died, before she started the day was, I almost died. My name is Charlie and I'm going to be reading the story on my teacher went on vacation and didn't return. It's finally the Friday before spring break and everyone's going nuts. Where is everyone going for spring break, said Mrs. Graham. I'm going to Branson, said Kelsey. I'm going to Minnesota, said Kristen. Everyone said where they were going for spring break. Then they called pickups and buses. So everyone ran out the door with their backpacks on and left in a flash. Once everybody was gone, Mrs. Gray felt the need to go somewhere where she could relax without kids asking her tons and tons and tons of questions. So she calls her husband, Cody, and says, Cody, I'm going to New Zealand so I can relax and have some fun. Okay, that sounds fun, but when are you leaving? In about two to three hours. I'm booking a flight now. Okay, see you soon. See you soon. Ever since then, nobody heard from her again.
It was Monday, and all the students in Mrs. Gray's class didn't know where she was, so they made a plan to find her. I have a plan, said John very happily. We can split everybody up and have those people looking in different rooms, and then we can look all over the school and see if she's here. What a great idea, said Kristen. Numbers 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, you guys go to the teacher's lounge. Numbers 6, 7, 8, and 9, you go to the cafeteria. John kept on saying everybody's number and telling them where to go until it was finally time to go home. So everybody in Mrs. Gray's class was very sad and worried because they didn't find her. We'll never find her, said Kelsey. Don't worry, we will, said Peyton. It was 9 a.m. in New Zealand, and Mrs. Gray was sitting at the beach, relaxing and watching the waves go back and forth and back and forth. She was so relaxed until a gigantic wave came crashing down on top of her. It swept her away into the sea, but nobody saw her. She tried to swim back, but the currents were too strong for her to swim. So she laid back and floated until she saw a little building in the distance. She sat up and saw a big sign that said, Welcome to the Ocean Hotel. The currents helped her get back to the hotel door. So she walked in. Wow, it's so beautiful, she said with delight. How can I help you today, ma'am? said the fancy front desk manager. I would like a room to stay in, please. Okay, name please. Mrs. Melinda Gray. Thank you. I hope you enjoy your stay. Your room number is 145 on the third floor. Okay, thank you. So she ran upstairs, found a room, and laid down peacefully. Since John's plan didn't work, what should we do now, said Peyton. We could try calling her husband. He has to know where she is, said Delaney. What a great idea, Delaney. So they got the phone, dialed his phone number. Um, do you know where Mrs. Gray is? She's been missing since yesterday. She is in New Zealand because she wanted to relax and be in the peace and quiet. I've been trying to call her because she said she would be back on Monday but she won't pick up. Well, then let's go find her, said Delaney. So Mrs. Gray's whole fifth grade class and Cody went to New Zealand to find her. How are we going to find her, said Ryan desperately. I bet you she is at her favorite beach in New Zealand, said Cody. So, she, so they walked to the beach, but no one was there. But they saw a building far off in the distance. They swam towards it and realized it was a hotel. I think she is in there, said Cody. They walked into the hotel and was amazed by everything that was inside. Um, do you know where Mrs. Melinda Gray is, said Cody. Yes, she is in room 145 on the third floor. Thank you. They ran up the steps and they bursted, in, bursted her door open and found her watching Shark Week in her bed. She came in. Come on, we have to leave this place before school ends, said Peyton. So they all went back to school and made it home safely. Hello, my name is Kristen, and I will be reading you a story called My Teacher Went on Vacation and Didn't Return. Three, 
It was 3.20. We were all packing up and suddenly Mrs. Gray rushed out the door. She's never done that before. Why did she rush out with, so quickly without saying goodbye? It's like we weren't even there, John said in disbelief. Maybe she's in too much of a rush to go on vacation, Delaney suggested. She did say she was going out of the country, Charlie pointed out. Yeah, leaving the country is pretty exciting, Peyton said. Maybe she's leaving the country and never coming back, Delaney yelled out. Delaney was known for making jokes, which is why none of us believed her. No way, this is just going to be a normal spring break and Mrs. Gray... We'll be here when we return, Kristen assured everyone. Everyone said goodbye and left school to enjoy their spring break. Mrs. Gray was at the airport and she was about to go through the metal detectors. Mrs. Gray was hoping to smuggle her video game disc and, and controller through without being noticed. She walked through and alarm alarms went off. They patted her down and pulled out the disc and controller. Mrs. Gray ran to the gate in embarrassment. Once Mrs. Gray arrived at her gate, she sat down because she wanted to sit down. She looked at the she looked at her flight and saw that it had the word delayed next to it. Mrs. Gray sighed and went to get some pizza. Two hours later, Mrs. Gray boarded her flight and waited for takeoff. Eventually, the flight attendants came and asked for her order. She ordered a Coke and began watching a movie. Well, I'm already enjoying my vacation and I'm not even there yet, Mrs. Gray said to herself. About six hours later, Mrs. Gray arrived in Scotland. The good news was that she'd been practicing her Scottish accent. Walking down the airport, people were saying hello to her. This was her big moment to try out her new accent. Hello, mate, she told everyone she passed. Hello there, they responded gleefully. Mrs. Gray walked down to the rental car place. Eventually, Mrs. Gray got, rented her car and she drove down to the hotel she was staying at. Once she got there, she checked in and, and went up the elevator. She was on the third floor when suddenly the elevator stopped. I'm not supposed to be on the third floor, Mrs. Gray said to herself. Oh well, once the doors open, I suppose I can take the stairs. Mrs. Gray stood there, waiting for the doors to open. After about ten seconds, Mrs. Gray got really confused. The doors weren't opening. Mrs. Gray pounded on the doors and tried to pry them open, but nothing worked. Mrs. Gray was getting really frustrated, so she started jumping up and down. She was trying to create noise so people could hear her and come down to save her. Mrs. Gray continued jumping until after one big jump, the elevator started falling. Luckily, it didn't fall very far. The elevator stopped at level one. The doors opened and Mrs. Gray stumbled out and fell on her face. Just her luck, there were people in the hallway watching her. She got up and pretended like nothing happened. So far, the plane ride had been better than her experience at Scotland. Mrs. Gray went into her hotel room using the stairs this time and looked around. There's not a TV in here, Mrs. Gray yelled. Mrs. Gray hated it when there were TVs. She was very tired anyway, so she fell asleep as soon as her head hit the pillow. In the morning, Mrs. Gray was too excited to go explore Scotland to eat breakfast. She woke up and brushed her teeth and ran straight out the door. While Mrs. Gray was walking through a city named Edinburgh, she saw some ice cream and went to get some. She got a sea salt caramel. Mrs. Gray heard Scotland had very good sea salt caramel. She got some and continued walking down the city. Eventually, Mrs. Gray finished her ice cream and came across some bagpipe players. She thought they sounded lovely. That sounds amazing. I would love to try. Go go ahead. I have a spare in the bag. Mrs. Gray got it out and played a note. That was horrible, the bagpipe player shouted at her. Mrs. Gray was so startled that she stumbled backwards and fell. It was slippery and she slid down the road until she slid straight into the sewer. La, 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 la.
Mrs. Gray tried to climb the ladder and get out, but the lid was too heavy, so Mrs. Gray had to live with the sewer rats for the rest of her life.